boom and or boom. What are you doing, Bob? Bob, what are you doing? Oh, okay, right on. My bad. I, I didn't know what I... Hold on. Bob. And that's not true. That's not true. But I like having this thing. I'm, I'm, it's a pre-roll before the show even starts. This is stuff... Oh, yeah. Bob, you're a performer. That was all planned. That was scripted. <laughs> Wasn't it, Bob? <laughs> it's not scripted. Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days. Underproduced and over the top, I'm your host, Arch Madness. On this week's show, the top five hard rock news stories with the Gimme Five. Uh, This week's rehash clip is from last fall when I talked to current Quiet Riot guitarist Alex Grassi. When I wrote that, you know how hard that is to say. Think about that. Current Quiet Riot guitarist. Some rough stuff. It's it's not easy, guys, but that's, you know... 30 years get you. Uh, these cats right now, OG, QFM, house band, so pumped to get the guys in the garage. Uh, Dave, Steve, Marshall, Brad, jackass genius, everyone. What's up, hey, gentlemen? Hey, what's up, Arch? What's going on? Oh, welcome, as I always say to everyone, welcome to the Hawk's Nest. Thank you so much for coming. God, thanks for having us. You thanks. know, and, and I'm telling you, it's one of those deals like we're still, no, we were, we're late. I thought we were going <laughs> to... I thought we were going to, like, I thought we were early. I, I didn't even know we made were, love yet. I know. The stories you, were so good. You said we're late. I didn't this, even. Right? <laughs> the stories were, you can stop now. were so good that I'm like, man, we need to kind of record this, gentlemen. Yes. Okay. <sighs> and thank you so much for the moonshine, by the way. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Uh, guys, Jack S. Genius. Just on QFM with me a week ago. Was that a week ago? Yep. Yeah. How did that end up? Because <laughs> we were having fun on the air, and then it really kind of escalated towards the end. And then you guys were, like, not done. No, we were not yeah. done. The, the police yeah. showed up and threw us out. Well, who was, who was the most not done? Would that be you, Brad? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely me. I had um, quite a few things. Five. Five. There were five, well, five shots. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Yeah, definitely five deep shots. Wow, like deep, deep shots. Deep, Write that on our deep. Yeah, deep, deep shots. Yeah, deep. I like it's the only shots, way to do it. Man. It's the only way to do it, yeah. dude. It's a new song, by the way. Yeah. yeah, write that down. We write song titles down <laughs> out here. My Crouch. Absolutely. Because I can't give her a deep shot. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the way I like my jackass genius. This is the way I like my jackass genius. Brad and you and I, you you've did the uh, the old vinyl analysis yep. and stuff. I mean, thank you so much for your support. I I, I catch it oh. online all the time. Just. Very appreciative. All you guys, man. Yeah. You, you know, and it's, you know, I said the OG yeah. yep. house band, and, and that's true. I mean, it's how cool is it, the relationship that we oh, have with you guys, all the champs, it's and amazing. all the bands here it's in amazing. town now, especially it's, with Thursdays. I think that's yeah. helping us uh, in, in the community as well. I, I think, like we talked about this last week, was that I think that, that the, the, the house band contest kind of uh, helped the local scene, you know, come together yeah. so much more i mean even in the last every year it seems like it just gets stronger you know i mean we everybody knows everybody now i mean it's kind of like the old days i mean yeah. you know honestly I, you know normally i have a bands come in and talk about the history of their band you know what 
Let, let's get into it. I want the I want the the real quick version because the stories I think that you guys have. You guys are an awesome band. You're a great live show. Uh, there's a lot of history between all of you guys and the mm-hmm. local music scene. So yeah. and and the church scene too, which yes. I found out yeah, sure. uh, not too long ago <laughs> that you guys were in a church band. Yes. So uh, <laughs> that's like Mother Love Bone before Pearl Jam. Yeah, guys. right. It really, <laughs> it, it, it really, it really was. Good so one, if you could just real quick, when did the band actually form? As far as uh, so, uh, go ahead, Dave. Get up on there, brother. So. Um, like I want to say, like the the late '90s, and quit touching me, Steve. Um, he is touching me. The uh, in the late '90s, uh, I got a call from Steve Mitchell to um, kind of do this. Uh, praise the and Steve worship. Mitchell, the, the Steve Mitchell, the Steve okay. Mitchell from okay. Grove City. Right on. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this uh, I'm gonna do this thing, and I'm gonna call uh, Cliff Stanton from Hot Lucy, and we're gonna you know, of course, Hot Lucy wasn't a thing then, but it was it, it was Cliff. And me and uh, some of the folks in the church, and we did this uh, uh, praise and worship band for a while. They were a church band. They were Bob. a church band. Bob, Bob's, Bob's just getting the, yeah. this, the story here. So and, uh, they and, laid this down on QFM uh, a while yeah. back. This, and was, we, this is cool. And we recorded uh, a, a CD, by the way, with uh, Danny from uh, Shock 2 uh, Producing. Right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Get up on there, man. I want, I want this to be documented. That CD? Yeah. Uh, don't, if you if you find it. a copy of it, don't listen to it, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I happen to have a copy right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's best give it to your kids to you know to play frisbee with or something. No, no, I won't do that. So, I can get about thirty yards with it. <laughs> I didn't know the church band lasted as long as it did. That it was did. that it was a long time, it guys. Lasted. I mean, we were all we were all still doing our regular you know um, day job type bands and everything else, but we would get together every Saturday afternoon and, and do uh and, and do a catholic mass and then we'd go off and uh into our regular bands and you know debauchery and everything else and then get forgiven the next week when we there was bingo at those shows yeah. too yeah. though let's so. be honest <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but after that um uh, you know the as the as the church band uh thing kind of wound down a little bit uh we realized we there wasn't a lot going on so we kind of Stuck together and said, "Let's just do this in the in the real world type thing." We just we just thought that there was so much love between. There was all a lot of love. Okay, there yeah, was so okay. much all love. Right. I, I love, never know. I love these guys. Like you guys lure us in with like serious stuff, and then it just always takes a turn. Yeah. We can only stay serious for, for so, so long. long. Trust me. I mean, like, now you see why they threw us out of church, yeah. right? Right. So you guys leave church. No, how how many of you were in that? Now, Brad, were you yeah, or did Marshall a, comes in later? Right. Yeah. 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 What kind of a story about that? Yeah. Yeah. Now that involves you guys saw him along the roadside handling yeah. snakes, yeah. Yeah. and the two churches yeah, I, came together. I, I came in on the back half of it. I mean, it, the, right. the, So I was in it what maybe a year or no? You were in it a heck of a long. Was I really about four or five years? Was well, it really? well, meant a lot to you. Were, well, he was meant a lot to you, Brad. I don't know. He was I, filling in. I was drinking a lot at the kind, time. Kind of, <laughs> kind of like you do now. Again. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Again. Again. So you hopped in in the last three or four years, yeah, the way yeah, that's yes. documented. So <laughs> the, the, it, it doesn't work for the, at the church anymore. Mm-hmm. When does Marshall show up? Uh, well, we, that's another. Was that's, he, another that's another story. Was he taking and, and, the offering, uh, or what was he doing? The, uh, the names will be changed to protect the innocent. But okay, uh, we we had a bass player. Um, he kind of moved on from everything, and we called Marshall because 
we, uh, well, obviously Brad and I had played with Marshall, you know, and, and Steve had as well. And uh, it was an automatic, it was an automatic thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it made sense. And, and uh, he sat in for one session and, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. All right. The, so, the, the other bass player I wanted, that was in it before was a fantastic, fa- fabulous guy. Oh, fan, oh fantastic dude. I love the guy. To, to hang with you guys for that long. Yeah. I mean, you guys are good guys. Yeah. So yeah. I can see well, you're not just going to let anybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, what harsh your was, mellow, Steve? His wife said that I don't want you around those guys. <laughs> yeah. <anymore." laughs> there we go. That's it. That's how it'll appear in the book. Yeah. That's called the truth. And there's a reason for that. So. Yeah. And then, how many years from that, you guys grabbed Marshall, and then the QFM 96 house band oh, competition? It started in 12? No. Oh. God, I'm it's like more like, more like, more like 20. Brad, Nine you are not the official historian of the band. 2009, 2010. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Several of us had uh, other bands going at the same time yeah, as well. We so, uh, I know Steve had some stuff going on. I had another band going on, um, and... Uh, we were just kind of, you know, kind of ramping up to see how things were going to go, and right. uh, they took off. Before we get into this week's, towards the end of the show, I want to talk about upcoming gigs. I want to talk about how people can find you guys. But wait, a, oh my goodness, oh my goodness! Here he comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern bomb. Bob, where is that plane coming from? It's going, Archie. Oh, it's going. Yeah, we're That's Mike from Thurman. That one is going to Denver, 176 souls. Going to Denver, right? Going to Denver. 176 souls. How many hot chicks, Bob? Wait, look. Three. Three. Is there, how many of them are MILFs? How many? Oh, no, yeah. No Brad's no a listener. Milfs. Brad gets it. Brad, yeah. okay, there's no yeah. MILFs. Yeah, okay. They, I don't care. They can go out there and they can go stay at Russell Wilson's fucking house. I hope they, <laughs> hope they fucking lose. Good to see I'm over that. Had to go out, have fun in Denver. Everyone have fun in Denver. Go out to Denver, get high, and just have a blast. It's not what you think you're getting, Broncos fans. It is not what you think you're getting. All right, any Bronco fans here? Are we good? Everybody all right? No. All right. So now that I have Jackass Genius with me, because, you know, I, I, I wasn't joking, there's a lot of history. Steve, I want to start, I want to start with you, man. As far as co- the Columbus music scene... Uh, you were telling me, and I'll just go ahead and, and get it out of the get the cat out of the bag. Now you played at the second show ever at the Al Rosa was, Villa. I, I don't know if we would call it a show. You know, it was, okay, right? <laughs> you know, we. Uh, I had a band called Rebel, and we played. Uh, I think we were the second band to play there. In fact, I know we were. And um, you know, it went great. Uh, there was a bunch of truckers in there that hated us and wouldn't start fights with us. And, Sounds like a blast. Yeah, it was. It was a great time. So great. <laughs> So it went great. So I, I'm thinking, you know, this had to be 1976, 1977, maybe. Man, and and some of the bands that you've played in, t- talk about that. Because, okay. I mean, uh, well, Columbus Rock fans are, I mean, this is cool, man, to have you out you, here. So you let's, know, let's I, talk about it. Well, how it kind of really started, I'll try to make it very quick. My brother played, you know, he's four years older than me, and he played in the 1960s all over the place. He played on TV, on Dance Party, when they had Dance Party on TV and stuff. And right. So I, I knew, a, you know, I was it a, I was a, gad, a, a hanger-on at that time, you know. So right. I started playing bars probably before I was of age, 1974, 1975. And then, you know, I, I had the band Rebel, which we did okay. We opened up for the Ramones at the Sugar Shack was our big 
big thing. We Sugar got booed Shack, off. Another legendary. Yeah, we legendary got booed off stage. And <laughs> oh well, yeah, right. And right. Um, then I, I I was lucky enough to get in a band Shakedown, who was in the seventies was a, was a big thing around here. I was lucky with that. Then I was uh, in the early eighties. I was in a band called Babyface with Joey C. Jones. And then I was, right in, and then I was in the original version of Shock Two. Yeah, you know and that's what I'm saying, man. That's the, yeah. everything you're throwing out there. That's that's legendary yeah. stuff. And go ahead and tell the folks. I mean, who you grew up with. I mean, in your neighborhood. I mean, yeah. that's a big part of your life as well and your story. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. When my family moved to Grove City, I think it was 1972, 1973. Uh, uh, Mark Chatfield lived in the house behind me. You know, so. You know, we, we, we made friends, you know, and we used to go out to concerts. You know, we played guitar and stuff. I remember the first time I seen him, he was playing at the Grove City Fair. And, uh, you know, I went step by the side of the stage. When they got done with their first set, he comes over and he goes, Oh, so you're that kid that plays guitar that moved into the neighborhood. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I go, yeah, that's me, man. You know? And you watched that whole thing kind of take off with the gods and then yeah. Bob Seger. And you know, I remember whole... Chatfield calling me on the phone. And saying, I'm starting a band with Eric Moore. We're going to call the band The Gods. Oh, no and way. I'm going to play Flying V guitars and use Ampeg V4 amplifiers. Because, see, he, he, we used to always hang out at Whitey Lunzar Music downtown. And he worked there on and off. And Eric Moore used to always come in. You know, and he would, Eric Moore would come in with a chick on each arm, you right. know, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he called me up and go, yeah, I'm joining this band with Eric Moore. Why you wouldn't know? You? And they had it all Why planned out, you? you know. Yeah, you know, that's they, like they three more chicks than out. I had on my arm. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, no, you know, nothing has changed, you know. Man, Steve, what an incredible story. What a great neighborhood. And it's the talent that that came up through the 70s and the 80s here yeah. in Columbus. It, it's stuff of legend, man. I love hearing stories. Yeah, there was I a, love hearing these there stories. There was a lot of people that, you know, we went to, Mark was two years older than me, so we, we went to Grove City High School. So when I moved there, I was a soft, no, yeah, I was a sophomore and he was a senior. But there was other people from Grove City that did very well musically too. Tom Courtney played in bands. You know, he just passed away about a year ago. You know, but he played with Terry Davidson and the Gears. He played in Rosie for a short time. Um, you know, he went to Grove City High School. J.P. Dipple was another one. And um, then there was a guy who played jazz around town. Mark Fry, and he, he was in Phil Dirt and the Dozers for all these years. So there was a lot of people from that area. And, and, and one more thing uh-huh. before I get to the other guys, and, and you brought it up, and it's something I would love to document for this show, and it's something that's been brought up more than once here, especially in the last few months, and that you, you said Joey C. Jones. Yeah. Talk about him, man, and, and what it just how yeah. special he was and what he meant to that whole movement yeah. on the Sunset Strip. I mean, all the guys that I like loved him when you, when yeah. you think of those lead singers back in the day. Man. Really, the first time I... This is, this is really bizarre. The first time I met Joey C. Jones, I was on jury duty downtown. Okay, and whoa, I, where's this story going? And I went out to lunch, and this guy goes, Hey, Steve! And I, I didn't know who he was or anything. And he went up and started talking to me. Right. You know, and um, uh, he had seen me playing in bands out, you know. And then he started cutting my hair because him and Rick Sogo were at Barber College downtown. They went to Barber College Both of them together. went to Barber College. See, That's and, how and they Soga's met each other. never really told me that yeah. angle of it because I know he is like a kick-ass yeah. artiste on that side of it as yeah. well. And I, I wondered about that. Yeah, and then, um, and then uh, 
Joey, somehow after he was cutting my hair and giving me, of course, dye jobs, you know. Right on, You man. know, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we decided to start a band, you know, and um, so we started a band called Babyface and we, you know, we, right. we did the Al Rose and stuff. And to this day, Joey's never told me he quit the band. He just left and, he just and left. started playing with Sweet Savage. So I'm wondering if he's going to show up at rehearsal next week. Or uh, right on, man. In, in, in spirit, you know. How, how, how special of, of a front man was he? You, you know, uh, he was... He, you know, he was a really neat guy, and he uh, he really had a very special personality. And um, you know, you couldn't help but like the guy. You know, he was just he was just that type of person. You know, and he just I was lucky to be around to see him develop. You know, through the years. You know, as a front man and everything, he always was a good front man. Uh, he, he was right. a good talker. You know, he was a great talker. You know. Um, Everybody loved him, you know, yeah. all the crowd, you know, that's everybody you come that's to the you bars, hear. you know, they loved him. And that's what, that's the kind of person you needed up there, you know? Awesome. You know, and, well, and, and, you know, it's, it's really a shame, you know, when you, when everything that's, that's really happened and everything, right. you know? Yeah. So. And Dave Crouch, Let, let's, let's, we're going to, we're going to go right down the row here. And I think oh you guys God. are lined up perfectly. Do you see Willie, by the way, gentlemen, yeah, that is yeah, Willie. He is the official we, mascot. I, he yeah. just bit me. Of the hawk's nest. He's a biter. He's, he's, he's a little bit of a biter. He's now my uh, my screensaver. Yeah, he... Uh, yeah, so he's the official mascot. He is also Cornbread's godson. Uh, a lot of people don't. Should we, should we, should we, should we play it? Should we, should we sure. play it, Hardman? We're going to do, do it. it. Do We're it. doing it. Do We're it. doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Oh, there's a pilot on the This isn't the silliest damn podcast ever. I, I don't. It is so random throughout. You never know what you're gonna get. And uh, so, say hey to Cornbread. I know he's gonna be listening later. And hey, Cornbread. Uh, he's What's he's up, down Cornbread? in Lancaster doing God's work, helping his mom out. So uh, he will be here in, in a few weeks, as he as he told me. So, Dave. Yes. Man, your history here in Columbus. You've been going at this uh, for a clip as well. Really good front man. One of my favorites in town. I say that all the time. We're not even going to talk about Hurricane. We're not going to talk about the Rolling Stones. <laughs> let's just talk about you, brother. Your history here in town as well. It's amazing to me how many guys from this era in Columbus. I mean, there are some transplants. Don't get me wrong. But the scene was created with with dudes who grew up around here, man, yeah, which is true. really, really cool. True story. Yeah. yeah, so talk about where are you from? Talk, so I, tell I, everybody. I tell I them the story. I don't have the pedigree that, uh, of Steve Mitchell, but um, I... Uh, Thank God. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That'll get you so, through most court systems. Yeah, You're good. That, well, hey, that's a great question. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, but... but uh, here he comes, oh can't wait to hear when you fell in love with music and it changed your life, Dave. But uh, now we need to figure out where that flight is coming from. I don't even know. There's like a directional thing. We should tell the people now, Bob, before you say this, what's happening? They're, they're, we're leaving the Columbus? They're coming in from the east. Okay. So they take off and land into the wind, so they get lit. Oh, so they're getting lift. Well, he yeah. is, right? And his grandkids are pilots. A whole long story. Right. But, uh, so, so they're taking off going into the east. So that one is going to Washington, D.C. Okay. How many hot chicks are going to D.C.? No hot chicks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what 
the belly. Well, my guy, the gilf. Guy said, Stop it. My guy said he thinks it's a gilf. He's not oh, it might be. <laughs> there you go. Yes. guy's well, reporting live. Well, Bob, Bob, can you, Bob, can you answer this question? How many brawless men are on the flight? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Boom. Now that excites me. Now there you go. Yes. What about what about uh, uh, old men that need lift? Yes. <laughs> no. No. Is it? That's a There's a lot of us. Steve, that's lift. a whole other update. You don't have that update on the phone <laughs> yet, Bob. Really it really is. I think <laughs> next month you're going to. That get goes the, beyond our expertise oh, here. It, it really does. <laughs> Bob's app can only do so much. Dave. So yeah, man. So. Where'd you grow up? What part of town? So I, I grew up in Worthington, Ohio, um, and I, I played in, in bands, and I started out as a drummer and um, uh, played in a, in a band, believe it or not, called the Embryos, which uh, a, couple of those, a couple of those guys just came back to town, and they had gone to Athens to, uh, uh, they left me behind, and they went to Athens to uh, get a part in, into the uh, REM type of uh, scene. Right. Down there in the 80s and everything else. Uh, I wanted something different, so um, I grew my hair long and, and played in a band called Fantasy uh, back in 86. And my uh, my introduction to the Arosa was as a drummer. I, I, I forget until you tell that story. Hey, when, when Neil passed, you know, not, I not only called Brad, I called you, man, because mm -hmm. I forget. No, dude, you started as a drummer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's where you get all those moves. What happened to you, Brad? Why don't you have <laughs> any sexy, why don't you have any Jagger moves? I like, know. Well, okay. well with this new knee, I might be able to do that. <laughs> that I got to see. You just wait. That right? I got to see. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. After that, I, um, I it was funny because I um, had gone to a party, uh, and this is dating myself, uh, there was a band that Steve was actually was a part of in, in, in its, uh, its second phase called St. August. And uh, there was a singer uh, named Colin Cannon at the time. And uh, I uh, looked up to Can uh, Colin. I, th I thought he was a great guy, and I thought he was a great front man. And uh, had gone to a party, and we're out there having a great time. And he gave me some of the best advice that uh, I had ever heard. He said, Quit playing drums. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Well, well he, and, 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 I got to agree and, with him on that. And so... In so, in so much it. as that goes, but but he goes, he, he kind of is like, I was doing uh, uh, drumming and singing at the same time, and he goes, and he goes, this town is full of drummers, man. And he goes, it's not full of singers. And I, I took that advice to heart, and so I didn't look back. Right? So, yeah. He, he went, you need to be a singer. Here, take a hit of this. <laughs> right? That's the, way, that's the way most of those, the best rock stories. Yeah. Start, uh, Dave. You're a great front man. You're you are you are, and I say it on the air. I say it on my podcast. You're one of my favorite front men in town, without a doubt. I appreciate that, dude. This cat right here. <laughs> and and the thing is, Brad, for those who have seen a Jackass Genius show, and it takes how cool is it to have a singer who is so good, but also lets you do what you do. But hey, guess what? He's a drummer. Yeah. He'll hop back there. This works. This relationship is so awesome yeah. because, and Brad, I want to hear your history. Don't. I'm not saying that yeah. because you've got no, a great one. And we've documented it before and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. There's some great stories, especially yeah. you and Chuck Oney. Oh, yeah. But people in Columbus, when they go to a Jackass Genius show, they know that you guys are going to swap and you're going to do the Brian Johnson. Thing. Yeah. With right. the, I mean, they know it's coming. It's, it's, it's How, the, who brought it up? How did that work? I'd love to know just the whole background I of that. I, I, to be honest with you, I well, don't know. You know, I tell you, because when we jam, sometimes 
we, we don't have a singer because he's absent for whatever reason. Get up and this there, was Marshall. before Dave. This was before Dave. And Brad would sing. He would sing the songs at practice as me and John and him would be playing. And then, well, lo and behold, everybody else loved it too. And uh, it's morphed into what it is. So now Brad's this front man. Right, Steve? Well, I mean, what ends up happening, you know, when you, when you start a band, you, you throw a lot of stuff out and you try to see what works. You know what I mean? Right. And, and when something works, you think, well, maybe we should take advantage of this, you know? The, fun, and, the and, funny and, thing is, is that we discovered what worked on stage instead of in rehearsal. Do yeah. you remember the first time you guys did this? Where you're like, I, I where, where you I did really it? Don't, I don't, you don't remember I don't, where it happened? No. I mean, I don't even... I don't. I don't even know. I, I do not remember. I really don't. I just know that, like, you, to answer your question earlier, it, it's this is with all the bands I've been in. This is the funnest thing because I do like to sing. Uh, I necessarily ain't crazy about being the the, the front man. I wouldn't want to be a lead singer all the time. It works perfectly. It works. It, it works great because I get to go out and do my thing. And he's and, a star. <laughs> but I get to do like it really sucks for Dave sometimes, especially if the if the crowd isn't super energetic or anything but man you start you pull into thunderstruck and everybody like well, I, crouch uh, dave i mean how how excited do you get during that though i mean oh, that's I, your chance to get back on the skins again so i mean i got i imagine oh, I, that's I, a win-win for everybody i, I freaking love it because i get i it's nice because i get something out of my system but the the funny thing is and in, in in i kid with brad and the, the guys about this is right. it, the funny thing is is it when you know monday morning rolls around and you start leafing through facebook and you see all the videos, and they're all of Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no videos of Dave. Yes. Dave, oh, no, no, no. Dave, Dave, had a, had, Dave had a great night, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. <sighs> Brad was the star. It is true. What a... It's a... It's Brad a, Slick. There's not too many bands that have a dynamic like that. I mean, there isn't, guys. And no. you got to have a cool I, dude I, like I, Dave yeah, to, and I to think, let I it think fly, that kind of separates us a little bit <laughs> right? with a lot of the other bands, you know? I mean, but... I think we just we we realized. Uh, yeah, we're better than everybody else. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we realized uh, we had a little niche there, and we took advantage yeah. of it. You know, and with Dave doing the different. Dave, Dave doing the Rolling Stone, he does it excellent. You know, I mean, uh, you have a quarterback that can run too. Yes, you, right. You do a well, little. Not when I'm not when I'm up front. <laughs> you guys do it right. That's yeah, exactly. rolling. Yeah, you do a little RPO and Jackass. Yeah. that is so <laughs> profound. I love that. See? Yeah. <laughs> Brad, your first band here in town before we get to Marshall because there's oh, some God. there's some I mean like high school or I, I just one that so, that so so folks, I will say if they, I, if they I went to the this. Rosa if they went to the, the well the, I'll the, tell you this so oh hold on I'd love to hear I'd love to hear love to hear about it Brad <laughs> can't wait here he comes oh yeah it's fly pattern Bob's Bob's, Bob's in a smoke break with Heartland out there you okay man. <laughs> All right, where's that plane coming from, Bob? Coming from Columbus. Okay, it's going to, to where? Orlando. To Orlando. How many hot chicks? Get your coats on. We're heading for Orlando. Six hot chicks. Hey, oh. Bob, could you tell me how? I gotta, th- I gotta thank the jackass genius dudes for this. Bob, can you tell me how high those people are? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you want actual or you want the line of crap? I just, I want the actual. Both. I want to know how high those people are, because that's going to be the joke, Bob. 5,800 feet. Okay. 
5,800 feet. And you know what we're going to call that? Not quite as high as Archie on a Saturday night. Yeah, not as high as Archie on a Saturday night. And let me just say this. From here on out, I need, and we're going to call that, we need a jackass genius reading. And that will be, how high are those people? Oh. <laughs> Is that right. okay? Jackass genius, That's... will you guys sign off on that? Yes. I know you're more yes. of a Absolutely. drinking man, but you guys came up with that. Yeah. So. I, th- I think we need to know how many guys got lift off, too. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's Bob doesn't have that update yet. We got another one, Archie. Okay, my, oh, oh, hold on. Jeez, yeah. Bob's calling his own shots. Oh, yeah, it's fly pattern Bob. Bob, Bob, shit, let your theme play. Even Cornbread lets his theme play out. No, no, I no, I wanted to play it, Bob. So, Bob, where's that plane from? It's going to Nashville. Oh yeah, here we go. We're all getting laid. One milf. How high are those people? I need a jackass genius reading. Fifty-three hundred feet. Fifty-three hundred feet. That's fairly high. That is fairly. As are we. Brad, I, I, honestly, is there something you want to... I don't even know where we're at right now, you, dude. You, so. I think you asked me what bands I've been in. Yeah. Like, well, it like doesn't really matter. It does. I want to... No, Brad, you're... you're I think history. we need to get Bob on the mic oh, here. Oh, shit. Is it, are you okay? Steve, just him and... Uh, yeah. You're going to have to go. We have a blue tent. <laughs> hey, Bob, could you put Steve in concussion protocol for us? He just went helmet to helmet with Willie over there. He caught me with the horn. He did. He, le- he leads with his head. He leads with his head. See what you... You, hey, see what you hit, Willie. Hit what you see. He knows better than that. Yeah. Especially in this day. Brad, how are you doing, man? I'm Good, sorry. buddy. Good, I know. Buddy. Just hanging in here. I know. I Waiting know. Waiting for the next plane. I know, right? Just <laughs> Waiting for the next plane. Give us a band that so, plays. So, first time um, you played at the Al Rosa. Let's first, do that. Okay, so first Let's time do that. I uh, was in a band called Les Blaster. Okay. What what uh, year are we talking, brother? Uh, been 89, 90, yeah. right out of high school. Right out of high school. And that's where I met Marshall. Boom. And then I played in that. We... we him and I have played about every band. Every band since. This is the, the the rhythm section, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Turn that towards the middle so I can hear both of you. We've been together since like 1989, I think. Yeah. Love is great. Was, Sex is fine. We're yeah. the class of 89. Right. Yeah. There you go. I just thought I'd share that with you. There you go. But I was in that band and then with, with Marshall, and then we were in... Uh, Marshall, Marshall Law. Marshall Law. Gee, that's that a little... Was, yeah. Okay, Don Dawkin. Why don't you just... <laughs> Name the shit after yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I love it, Marshall. <laughs> Sounds good. No, it's all good. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. It's catchy. That's what you're I, looking no, for. You know? I'm, I'm picking up what you guys and are throwing then, down. And then we went, uh, after that was Mr. Two-Face. Mr. Okay, that was right, with right. Chuck. And Chuck that was Oney. with Chuck Oney. So originally with him, and then <clears throat> later, I know, I'm talking. The, the, that's when we transitioned to Dave. Well, the truth be known, Chuck bailed. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I got to tell, I do have to, can I tell this story real quick? Please do. Okay, yeah. so this, this is really I'm, great. This, just, I'm listening. Okay, so this is really great. So, so Chuck is a great person. I mean, I love Chuck so much. And um, we were lucky to get him because he had just broke, Oni had just broke up. And he, so I got a hold of him. I knew him from MMS rehearsals. And, and so I got a hold of him and, and said, hey, do you think you'd want to come try to, you know, work with us and, and, and do some stuff. And so he said, yeah, you know, and, um, things were good for a lot. We played, we did a lot of gigs and then we were having a, there was a point where he, I just felt like he kind of, and he would, he would totally probably agree with this, oh, but I, 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 rem, I remember this, know, dude, this, Brad Heston and, and Chuck owner are like the two sweetest guys. Yeah, this, and, 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 so I, and there's nothing you're going to say. And Brad. so, and so, so, so I remember, uh, 
we were having a meeting because he just didn't seem like he was into it and stuff. And so the, the greatest thing he'd ever said to me was, and I always say this to other people, but we were having a meeting like on a Sunday and we were all there and he got there. We were already there. And then he got there and we sat down. And as far as I remember, he might have a different, and we said, we've been talking. And he said, <laughs> we've, been talking. we've been talking. And he's, and it's honestly, this is what he said. Well, if you've been talking and I haven't been involved, then that's all I need to know. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, we, and it was a very amicable, I mean, we, we right. split right then well, there. It just wasn't yeah. working, you know. Yeah. But he's like, Chuck's, if you've Chuck's been, no dummy, and, he's, man. and he's straight shooter, you right. know I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, never was mad at him. It, it always worked out. I mean, it worked out, and we've been great friends and done other stuff together. And, he you goes, know. get another singer. Yeah. That's when we got Dave. Yeah. Dave transitioned. Then. Right. Yeah. Well, when I had Chuck on... My homegrown Thursday on QFM. Uh-huh. Dave Crouch was one of the first ones to to text in, and it was just I, it was it was fun. I just I, I love the history with all yeah. you guys, man. It's it's so cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. You know, the, the cool thing about that is that the era, and even Steve's era. It's amazing how many uh, musicians still are still yeah. playing and doing I mean, like it, man. the same guys are like there's still a lot of musicians a lot of them will fall they'll get married or they'll have kids and they just don't have time right. talk about killing your art yeah <laughs> you know i'm, I'm, so, mean, I'm uh, sorry i'm sorry yeah. no i'm no everything's good everything's you know, good but in the sometimes you get a good woman yeah right yeah <laughs> and then we went from that band to uh well it was less blaster than we heard that was mr two-face mr. with dave, dave. dave. Then we, and what, then we went our separate ways with Mr. Two-Face, and then we went to Field. Okay, this is this is when you developed a gambling problem, though, if I remember the behind the music, right, Marshall? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm was, kidding, Marshall. No. I, don't, I don't know that to be. No. <laughs> no. It was a... That's the shot of moonshine you guys gave me. (laughs) Now I'm just, I'm not even a... Well, let me get you another one. Yeah, no. No, this is what happened to Kevin Young and I, and we had to ditch the whole episode. The the Mr. Two-Face, or or excuse me, the feel thing went like for four or five years, and then it broke up, and that's when Dave, Steve, and Brad, they were getting together, and I was coming back for vacation, and then they called me because they needed the bass player. And right. that's where the feel thing actually came together. Dude, feel and like and I was I was hip to feel and like I, I saw the show with Alice Cooper, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh so I mean yeah, I was totally hit. There were to some that. good days there. I mean, we yeah, had man. Some good no, you guys had, had, had a great hours. buzz around the band. A great buzz around the band yeah. at that time, and it was it was they, really really cool. Getting, there were a lot of feel fans there they that night. Too. They were. They absolutely were. Marshall, I I feel like I need to. So now that I'm with you, I just, you know what? I don't, I don't Me know. And Brad, we've been together for so long. But That's a rhythm our, section. Our you guys are in rhythm. The same to be you guys are in rhythm. You know, you're yeah, in rhythm. Really you're a rhythm section. When, yeah. when for the bass player, to I was have a C a section. There, by the way, that you can just the look at beats, man. Look at you the just get into the rhythm, and you don't even have to think about where the drummer's going. Who did you look up to, Marshall? As far as bass players, who who are some of your idols, Nikki? Freaking six. I love that, man. Yeah. I love it. I that, love it. That guy right there, uh, I seen the Shout at the Devil tour, so now so did you you didn't see the show where they were with Ozzy and Wasted, no, did you? They actually was off the tour at that time because I think Ozzy got sick, so they went on their own. 
It was Saxon. Sick. Is that what is that what Sharon said in yeah. the press I release? I think he had a mental breakdown yeah. on the uh, runway. Oh, no, that was a different time. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Right? Oh, dude, where was that show at, Marshall? Vets. Oh, no, you're talking about the old Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I remember that, yeah. too. Yeah. So that one. Yes, I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was there. Saxon and Molly Crew, is a, it was at Vets Memorial. Oh, yeah. man, that's... Who needs a beer? Let's yeah. let's get a beer. I'm going to get a Me. beer. Because yeah. Marshall needs a beer. Can I... It was so fun. Well, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to tell a Bush Light story, but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but, yeah, I'm just going to let it. All right. Are my we, very good? Fir- I will tell you this, Arch. My Talk very first show was uh, Def Leppard Pyromania at the Hyatt Center with mm. Gary Moore and... Uh, Marshall, like they'll crocus. Okay. You win, Marshall. You yeah. fucking win. Oh my God, Gary. That Moore. was my very first rock show. Gary Moore. That's when I said, "Man, I want to." We don't. And it's crazy when people bring up artist name. I can see Steve. Steve starting to get like a, he's getting a chub here. So like Gary Moore. When you bring up you bring up artists that you haven't brought up in a while. I mean, Gary Moore is some how get, walk good between the rhythm section there. How how special was was Gary Moore? He, he, fantastic guitar player. You know he um, he didn't get enough. Uh, do uh, he did not credit in the United States? I think over in Europe and stuff, he was he was really big over there. But in the United States, I don't think he uh, he got near enough credit. He didn't tour over here very much, you know, right. very right. little. Right, 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 right. You know, so probably, you know, so there, there was Gary Moore. You know? And for the uh, for the the millennials that that check in on the show, yeah. As I always say, YouTube that shit because it's yeah. and that that that'll send you down a rabbit he's hole, kids. That, yeah, I seen uh, uh, at the Agora. Oh, I seen right. Thin Lizzy when Gary Moore was at the mm. very end. Mm. Towards Ooh. the end, I yeah. saw them with uh, Gary Moore. That's a tour. That you Gary saw Moore just left. Yeah, <laughs> never right. showed up to the gig anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was a hell of a tour, Steve. Yeah, he looked <laughs> seriously. When I remember the show, he looked really excited up there on stage. Too. <laughs> oh, all right. So here we go, boys. It's a segment I call "Give Me Five. These are the top five hard rock news stories. Uh, number five: Scorpions and White Snake announce a late summer and fall tour. Uh, the Scorpions are going to return to North America on the Rock Believer World Tour. That record's out now, by the way, with special guest White Snake on the David Coverdale fronted outfits farewell tour. Remember, they've got that Dino. That's what uh, I was going to ask you. Jellicic, which he's, which I think, and if you've seen, look, it is what it is. Like, Dave, it, it's it's gone down a little bit yeah, the last yeah. couple tours. But I'll say this, and it was maybe just 15 years ago that I saw him indoor at, you know, the old Kemba Live, but yeah. it was indoors yeah. and he still had it. But it's it has tapered off yeah. a lot. I think grabbing Dino is a, is a really, really cool move. And I think a lot of these guys, and that just speaks to how how Dave wants it to sound. He's, I, I love Coverdale. Yeah. Love yeah. Coverdale yeah. to death. That's like He's one of my favorite act. bands. He is class act, man. So what, so, what do you, so what do you think Dino is going to be? Do you think that he's, I, th- I think they're going to, I think that uh, he's going to take covered, over a lot of I that I think stuff. he has, but you know, I just watched video. They must have played a show in Dublin either last night or the night before. And I, actually today I watched several uh, videos of them. Of course you did. Yes, because I have nothing else to do at home. No. <laughs> but um, um, 
I want. I didn't see Dino on stage unless he's playing keyboard. I don't know what he's right. doing. If he's in the background, if you will, I don't know. They're so, playing right now with Foreigner, and that is over in Europe. And yeah. I don't know if it started in Germany. I'm trying to remember. I, I was just Dublin. reading something. Yeah, Dublin. Dublin. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I don't know what role I, I just he's wonder playing. what he's going to be. But you know what? For the Eddie Trunks of the world and everybody else that bitches about the backing tracks, well, guess what? He's coming in with something a little different. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. realizes that it's he wants it to be the White Snake that you grew up with. And having Dino in the background. And he can definitely do we'll it. Only help. We'll <laughs> only help. You know, I don't if have you, any problem if they bring somebody else to help him out. On right. That's better stuff. than a backing track, you isn't it? You know, That's better than running tape. I cannot stand that. I know, man. You just need to understand that, man. I mean, it's like, it, you know, when you, have a, when you have a track like that, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of lessening the... the cost of the ticket right i mean it just it you're not getting the product that you paid for you know what i want a live performer up there. yeah agreed uh, but but that, how cool is that where coverdale said hey look yeah i can't get it the way i want it the way you guys want it but i still want to see you one last time so i'm going to bring this this guy dude those dino videos if you see those online oh, those yeah. are phenomenal yeah i'm still taking the ehab omron but that just me <laughs> yeah so but that badlands but yes. that badlands thing he did amazing flipped out amazing yeah. brad yeah so the, so they're going to take off with the Scorps. That's going to kick off a two-month-long Live Nation-produced run of dates uh, on August 14th in Toronto. So I will say this, Claus ain't lost anything. On no, 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 no. He that hasn't. That's a whole other thing. Solid dude, Deep man. into his oh 70s and sounds. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I think it was that Thursday, Steve and I were talking, like, before you guys got there, we were just talking about there's only a few guys. I mean, the Paul Rogers of the yep. world. Yeah. It's just there's only a few guys that can do that. Yeah. There's only a, a Klaus. He's still got it. Paul Man. Rogers. I, I, I'd say I, Steven Tyler still has Steven it. Steven Tyler, yeah. but it's not the same no, as it was. When he's, when he's paying attention, yeah. yeah. I know. I know. So here's the deal. He needs his Adderall. Family's getting pulled. They're pulling in now, guys. So here we go. They're going to pull in before we get to the number four. Need a theme song for them whenever they come in, Bob. Hey, Bob, here comes the family. Bob, Bob, right? Thank you. Yeah. I think Dave just cut a cut one for us. We don't even need to really. That's good. Here comes the family. See, that was bad. Yeah, no, that's no. Do it one more time, because if you don't want to, but that's fine. Go for it. Here comes the family. Dude, awesome. We had to pay Clay. This is going to be a lot cheaper <laughs> just doing it that way. Before we get to the number four story, Jackass Genius, let me just uh, yeah, say, get in here. Right. We'll know early if they won, they lost, how, how Arch Jr. pitched. We're going we're gonna to find out a lot. Should, should we all mm. apply, like, apply applause? Is there one? No, no. Here they come. Hey, how, how's everybody doing? Uh, all right. Winning game or losing game? You Did killed you him right on. Uh, Jackass Genius, that's my son Nash. Hi Nash. So, Hi, Nash. Everybody good? Yep. It's my wife Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hello. Tommy, everybody, how'd we do? Everybody do everybody do alright? Uh, yeah. Okay. I Did you pitch? Umpire, how'd you do, man? I threw a submarine pitch. Alright. He's okay. Well that's the that's the Kenta Colvie in you. That's the Kent that's the Marietta College in you, bro. You need to get some ice on that thing. Yeah. Don't throw submarine anymore. Alright, everybody. Great seeing you guys. Oreo. What's that? Where's Oreo? She is. Uh, we're talking about the cat now. We need a theme for her. Uh, she's in. She's fine. She's been. Uh, 
corralled. I was cussing. <laughs> no, there's no ca- there's no cussing. I was cussing out the um. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. You can't do that. You can't do for you. No, just, just like his dad. Right? Exactly. That's the talk that's gonna get us those robo wumps, and they're gonna take over Heartland. I'm telling you, the robots. Is that Mike Tramp? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Mike Tramp? Is that Mike Tramp? <laughs> Number four, uh, Rudy Sarzo explains why he came back to Quiet Riot. Well, it, it basically says, and I, I, can't, I just can't read it that well right now. Uh, it basically <laughs> says here, this is an interview by Andrew DeKecko for Vinyl Writer Music, and he just says that was Frankie's wishes. Uh, now, he also, which I found kind of interesting, Sarzo didn't seem as interested to talk about uh, some of the more controversial aspects surrounding Quiet Riot, such as the band's new music and guitarist Carlos Cavazo's possible return to the group. Uh, with respect to Cavazo, Sarzo stated, you know all I know, and that is Frankie requested me to come back. So that is... Anyway, yeah. not to get into okay. Quiet Riot's uh, business, yeah. but I'll say this, it, it is good to have Rudy back. Yeah, I, 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 think I can't imagine them being... Well, he playing was without him. Founding members of that band. right, 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 yeah. right. He, he wasn't the original. No, 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 no. He Chuck came Wright in. Was, no, Chuck, Chuck, yeah. Yep. He was. Yeah, yeah. I think Chuck Wright was. And he, he came in. Quite right. He says it's been his home really since 1978 when I first joined uh, with Randy Rhodes, Kevin Dubrow, and Drew Forsyth. He but said that was the and lineup. He might have left because I don't know that he recorded the whole metal. Right, but record. for the people, yeah. uh, we, to he, not go over their heads too yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, he was in the in the mental health era, and mm-hmm. that's the way you when Absolutely. you are going to talk about mocks. That's who you Deep think Purple, of when you think of the band. That's that's quite yeah. right. That's was, the pinnacle, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's Dave, you say that, but you and I, and we're going to lock eyes on this. You and I both like the QR three album. We do. I love. Oh my god, you really, Brad? That's my favorite. Is it much? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Wild and Young. Wild and Young. Wild and the Young. I just thought yeah. that... Okay. I'm sorry. We had a moment. Steve, I'm you all right? I'm with the uh, <laughs> Metal Health album there. Yeah. Uh, Slick Black Cadillac. I I heard a bunch of noise in our dressing room one time. Okay. And, uh, they had that Quiet Ride album on, and those two were laying on the couch under a blanket together. Steve, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just a quick truck. <laughs> my toes get cold. I'd like to edit this We're moving on to number three. <laughs> Vivian Campbell talks about his split with Dio. All right. So uh, he was asked in a new interview with Greg Prado of VintageRock.com if he thinks uh, there was ever any possibility of him and Ronnie getting back together or talking after he left the band. Now, he responded, I'd like to clarify that I was fired from Dio. I did not leave Dio. And that's a bit of an urban myth. Because all these decades, after a lot of people are under that misconception, thinking that I left the band, I never wanted to leave Dio. I was fired in the middle of a tour because I was a squeaky wheel. I was the one who was trying to get Ronnie to uphold his promises and be true to his words, and it didn't work out. I want to say that's royalties and stuff, guys. It always comes back to money. So he continues here. He says, so I don't think there was ever any chance that we were going to work together again. Ronnie's wife, Wendy, 
right up until the day he died. She was his manager. She never saw me as being any value to Ronnie. She always thought that I was just a guitar player and I was easily replaceable. I think Ronnie knew a little better. So I think if Ronnie and I had met each other without Wendy, we went to a pub, we had a pint of beer together, and we talked through this. Uh, he goes, yeah, I think we could have worked together again and it would have been great. But as long as Wendy was controlling his career, uh, that was never going to happen. Ouch. Yeah. So, And you never hear... Uh, you never hear Viv saying anything about this. In fact, I remember back in the late 90s seeing something on MTV because I, and they brought up Dio to, 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 uh, to Viv and he played it off. He's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like he wasn't in Dio. And like, that was something hip parader and circus didn't have that yeah. shit. Yeah, in right. exactly. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that that was all going on. Yeah. Right. I was just curious to why he left or why he left. Yeah. yeah. I never heard why he left. To be honest. We ne- nobody, nobody did. really did. Nobody, nobody ever did. Now no. some stuff leaked out as far as we don't have an app for the, for the trains, <laughs> uh, but some stuff <laughs> had, had leaked out that, uh, that Vivian didn't get any writing credits. You know, I mean, for Rainbow in the Dark, that solo alone should have bought him a house, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah really. Um, but, yeah, so that was that whole thing. I, I have no idea. But then Viv says, he says this, and it's like, wow, okay, there we go. Yeah, I'd so, love to you know. know. I think she knew Sharon. That's that's Osborne. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I, I she, yeah, right? I think she went Marshall? to the Sharon Osborne School of Management. Yeah. yeah. Uh, take, no. take all your musicians and don't give them any credit. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's called uh, Jakey Lee Syndrome. Yeah. Sure. Uh, number two, Kiss Meet and Greet includes photo with band as they stand in a plexiglass cube. That's funny you said that. I sent that picture to you guys, but you guys have all seen yeah. that where Kiss, some people are, and they were over in South America, they were charging close to a thousand dollars for these meet and greets and they're in a cube and so here's the thing like some of these bands are, are doing this like I, i'm a huge testament guy and i see where they're on stage and then the people come in front of the stage and they take a picture with them look and i swore once we got everything open that i was going to say man do what you want to do whatever you're comfortable with yeah. i get it just do it you know but man in a glass box is that's weird, guys. Well, we, we've is been doing. I'm not paying. No, I'm not it's, paying a thousand dollars for that. We, now I, I get it. If you it, listen, kiss. If you if you're worried about your health, then don't do it, guys. Like I don't. I I, I, I don't want you guys to, to be at that point. But I yeah. but but I mean we've been doing that for. We do seventy five dollars, and they put me in like they put me in a okay. they all right. But they've been putting me in a fishbowl. Whoa, 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 whoa! Fishbowl. I've only been charging twenty five. What do you mean? They no, said, that was a fish tank. It's it, you can take a, you can either take a picture with you can either take a picture with Jackass Genius or, or the Guppy. or the manatee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right, all right. Good number night, number one. Number one. Hey, I just want to say. Yeah, Marshall, that please. That guy right us. there should never even. I would never pay for something like that. Right. Because it tells you, if you want to be dumb enough to spend a thousand dollars, you know what. Kiss can make all the money you want. Then Gene's going to take it. That's right. You know, Gene will like always the- take it. Yeah, yeah. He sorry. <sighs> it's all good. No, it's good. No, Marshall, it's fine. I mean, but they're in a they're in a glass case of emotion, yeah. guys. Yeah, like a condom. I mean, it's, just- <laughs> it's like a glass condom. It's like a yes. All right, number one this week, and it's it's Triumph news. The band, and we talk about Triumph all the time. The Us Festival. Um, this is, I will read this first quote because there's a couple different stories and then I'll explain why I made Triumph even the number 
the number one this week on the Gimme Five. In a new interview with the San Antonio Current basis, uh, Mike Levine of Triumph was asked what would have to happen to get three members of the band to reunite for a full tour. He responded, uh, we would need to have the best medical people around us. <laughs> I've seen us. that. I've seen right. <laughs> so, so that's funny. So he's like, look, we thought about doing it a few years ago. The recession happened, and they just felt they didn't want it. They just didn't feel right. Uh, and that was back in 2008. They had like 30 uh, shows scheduled, I think, in, in all of North America, both Canada and, and the U.S. Didn't work out. Uh, Triumph have been named the Canadian Ambassadors for Record Store Day. That's June 12th with up in the uh, Great White North. Uh, Record Store Day exclusive 40th anniversary box set for Allied Forces. Now I'm going to tell you guys why I'm even talking about Triumph. All right? Because Bob, I didn't even tell Bob. Bob and Heartland are my two best friends in the world. Not right. named Mom. You'll never replace Mom, either yeah. one of you. But, but, check this out. So Dorsey, he texts me last night. He says, here's the deal, man. I've got this interview. It's gonna, it, it, it can only happen in the morning. On Thursday morning, it's too early for the morning show. Do you want to? I'm like, yeah. He goes, but we don't have a studio. And I'm like, dude, let's do it in the garage. So tomorrow at 10:30, Gilmore is going to call the drummer for Triumph is going to call me in my fucking garage tomorrow. Oh, that's and we're cool. going to talk. Yes. <laughs> so right. that is on an upcoming episode of Garage Days. Awesome. Crouch. I couldn't so even tell you, man. I couldn't well, even. Yeah. I'll be look, in the driveway. I couldn't look you in the face. And and just know that Gil, talk about singing drummers. Yes, singing yeah, drummers. Right? And and how like his voice. Uh, my buddies and I discuss this all the time, where uh, like harmonies and and stuff like that, and the voices that you hear together. I, I always use uh, David Lee Roth and Michael Anthony. Yeah. But I think Gil and and, and, and Rick are yeah. just when I hear them awesome. sing, you get it in that Us Festival. When you hear them live, you, you really pick up yeah. on it. It doesn't. It gets lost. And you don't get to see it visually in, in, on like a studio cut. But those two together in the voices. There's something anyway. complimentary there. Yeah. <sighs> so do you think they'll tour? No. No. I, no. I, I think they're done. No, I, I think, think they're, they're done. done. I know Rick Emmett tours still. Or I think Rick will do some stuff. And I, I think, think they're going to. I don't think Gil's into it. He's not. But from what I can gather and what I've read about them, it, even not even with today's stories mm -hmm. and stuff, is that I think, and I'll be curious to see if Kiss does this with their cruises where they get a fan, get the fan club together and do certain things, and it sounds like that's the way Triumph might go like with a this. Smaller, but guess what? I hope they have a an American chapter because yeah, sure. other than that, it's going to be on the yeah. outskirts of Toronto. Right. So, right. but they are going to perform stuff, so that'll be cool. But I'll ask them. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask them that tomorrow at ten thirty. Can't wait. Oh, <laughs> we, so don't anyway, know, we don't. We don't. We don't know when that'll air, right? Uh, yes, I do know when that's going to air, and that is going to air. Let me. I wrote this down. Thanks, Brad, for even bringing that up. Up. You ask the questions people want to know. <laughs> so uh, the next three shows. So next week is Blessing, and then the following week will be the Gill Show. Cool. Awesome. And then the show after that, Bob, uh, my buddy from Brown Foreman is going to make uh, margaritas for us. All right. Awesome. So more, more on that later. Is, won't that be all right? It's going to be a good one. Whiskey Pete is his name. Oh, Whiskey wow. Pete Wagner. With Brown Foreman there with Jack Daniels, and he's going to make uh, margaritas. Heartland, you in? He's in. All right, so this segment is called the, well, it's called the rehash clip. 
Okay, this week's rehash was a, a clip from last fall, Alex Grassi of Quiet Riot. And this is how I'm going to bring everything together. I can't believe I was able to bring all these stories together, Bob. So it's last fall, Alex Grassi of Quiet Riot. He appeared on the show. Uh, the Rudy Sarzo retiring news had just came out. So to give you some, so this was last October. And this is what he had to say uh, about that. So check this out. Frankie wanted, you know, he wanted Rudy to come back and, you know, sooner rather than later, but unfortunately, and be able to do shows with him, you know. Right. He, uh, but unfortunately, COVID made that impossible and everything kind of get put on hold. I mean, Frankie, unfortunately, played his last show with us in 2019 around New Year's Eve because after the pandemic hit, nobody went anywhere. Right. So he, you know, we really didn't, everything kind of got put on hold. And then, um, uh, you know, the conversation was had shortly after he passed about Rudy coming back because that was Frankie's wishes. And there was logistics on both sides of the fence and calendars that needed to be fulfilled and obligations, you know, with everybody. But uh, Rudy will be back very soon. Um, you know, still working all that out. Uh, but he's, uh, you know, we're actually just started rehearsing and uh, working on some new music and everything. It's just, you know, juggling flights and shows that are on or shows getting gotcha. moved and everything. Gotcha. Um, well, he's the hardest you know, working man in show business, Alex. Let's be honest. I mean, I mean, Rudy's a legend for that. I mean. Oh, I mean, I mean, we, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the, I mean, when I'm, you know, we were playing and I'm sitting there going, this guy's, I mean, I was a little nervous. I'm like, this guy's playing with Randy Rose. This is, this is really <laughs> right? pretty cool, you know? But yeah, you know what? It's, it's like, you know, that's, it, it, when, when it's in your blood and it's what you do, it's what you do. And he's one of those guys that's, you know, that's, I mean, he's, he's definitely got, I mean, there was an article in Rolling Stone about him a few months back that said if his career ended with just me being the guy in the mental health quiet riot lineup, that'd be enough to write this article. And then you look at all the other stuff, right. you know, White Snake and Dio and Ozzy. I mean, yeah, the, he's he's definitely a journeyman. He's been everywhere. So, um, and he um, he wants to finish out his career where it started, basically, and come home to quiet riot, as he put it. There you go. And, and go ahead, man. Your no, thoughts. I was first. just I was just gonna say to make this this episode even special, even yeah. specialer. Yeah, if that's a word. Yeah. I don't know if it is. <laughs> But anyway, well, no, no. When, when you're about eight deep. So anyways, right? <laughs> right? And I'm not going to tell you what I'm eight deep on, but hey, right? make it, make it special or damn it. Guess what the very first song I learned on drums was? Come on, feel the noise. Metal, Metal health. Metal health. There it is. Honestly. I was going to say close this, to you by the carpenter. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no. Now, that, no. don't worry. That's, they'll hear him like, I would have to interpret like I do Bob. Because yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. basically on Bob's couch now. Yeah. So, <laughs> just to add Was a little it? bit of special, you know. Yeah. Special. And, and let, let me throw this out there as well before we find out about upcoming gigs and say our goodbyes. Some of these guys that are in bands that aren't original members, it's a tough gig, man. It's, it's a tough gig. And every once in a while, you'll run into guys like Alex. Like, I had heard from all my buddies, like, dude, he is a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he's he's you know he's been he's he's done it he's played the game he's been with Bang Tango he's done this the Quiet Riot thing and 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 really has been in it almost twenty years yeah with, with Frankie there and, and Kevin for just a, a, a small segment of the band's life but it's like man he's a good dude it's like I, I'm at the point now where I don't I mean I would love to have an original guy I would love to have you know we talked about the Choir Boys we don't need to I'm telling you guys there's so many stories right now where all this is. It's kind of taking place. But Alex is a good dude. So, yeah. 
you, you kind of judge people by how they treat you and, and your interaction with them. Mm-hmm. So, and, and for them to grab Rudy Sarzo, I think it's genius. I think it's genius because that, that made me happy. That made the Gen X kid, that made the, the Quiet Riot, the Aussie, you know, the White Snake fan, like, yeah, man, cool, Rudy's back. That, well, yeah. you know, we, we want to see that. Right? right? We yeah. want to see it. Yeah, because it was visual. Say what you want about the 80s, but yeah. it was visual. So now you only got one piece from that original successful thing. But it, how uh, you when you see like a Steve Harris or a Pete Way or a Rudy yeah. Sarzo... Yep. Jesus, uh, Marshall as a bass player—that's what I was. They take that. over. You don't I even look at, at the drummer. You don't look at the singer. Because he was good at like running that finger up the top. Yeah, man. he was a good showman. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what it is. As a musician, you want to be a showman as well. So, I mean, you, I'm not, but I mean, so, hey, I'll tell you what. In, in in radio, in my career in broadcasting, my top five moment in my almost thirty years is having. Rudy Sarzo call my fucking garage. I think that That's if cool. you'd have told oh, yeah. 14-year-old me that Rudy Sarzo was going to call my garage, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was like, yeah. you probably bought that stuff over on the West Virginia side <laughs> yeah. of the because that's not going to happen to me. Or it's one of Marshall's gummies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I said, write that down. That's a great song title. If they don't, if they don't write something, Insulators, Marshall's gummies. We're going to have... All right. <laughs> Joe Veer's production. Uh, jo- yes. Yeah. We love you, Joe. Drink if you're playing the game yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah, you have to drink every time uh, Joe Veer's is mentioned on the show. Jackass Genius, you know how I feel about you guys. Thank you so much. I hope you had a blast at the Hawk's great. Nest. Uh, number one, if before we get to the dates... If people want to kind of just follow you and and just and trust me, folks, this is you go see Jackass Genius. You're getting exactly what you heard here. It's a party, great dudes, and and they 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 take care of your evening, especially on a weekend. It's a fun fun thing to go see Jackass Genius. But where can people follow you online? Uh, they can find us on. Uh, well, I will get this out of the way. But they can find us also on Twitter. Uh, we don't really push that on as much as we should, but we we. Can. I don't either. I don't push uh, my. But, you know, I don't push. This is going to sound bad. I don't push my Twitter as much as I should either. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm but, getting older. But it's, but it's out. But there. but yes, it's out there. I, I yes, and I follow, so, and you guys follow me. So as we're well. yeah, we're we're, we're Jackass Genius uh, One or O One or something like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> That's how much I know. But uh, you'll find us on, on Facebook. We you, do know you, this, you, Dave. Yeah, we do know this. Uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, at the Jackass Juniors page, or we opened up a, a, a new uh, kind of um, collaborative page called Jackass Juniors Whiz Kids, where everybody can post videos and talk about things and whatever else, but we'll post shows on there as well. Really? Yeah, right, yeah. Cool. So, Once again, that's, yeah, that's true, Jackass it's, Genius Whiz Kids. Whiz Kids, look yeah. Look at Bob. Bob's already, look at him. He's not looking at planes. I haven't heard a plane in an hour. <laughs> look at him. He's over there. He's downloading it. He's, he's searching it. Heartland's searching it. No, no, don't do that. No, Bob. Bob's, Bob's looking for your OnlyFans. Bob, it's like a, it's kind of, <laughs> Bob, that, that new page we got, it's kind of like Penthouse Forum. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you, you'll really oh. dig it. Bob will dig it. Yeah. Where, where are you guys playing? What's, what's, what's upcoming? So we're, uh, so the return of, uh, this, the uh, triumphant return of uh, Brad Heston yeah. will be at be uh, the r Bar on June 4th. And then uh, we're going to hook up with Christy at, at Leanne's Garage on the 16th of June. Awesome. Um, a couple days later, we're gonna we've got a, uh, a biker benefit we're gonna do, and then uh, a week later, we're gonna be at the Lazy Chameleon with our buddies out there. Um, and uh, to kind of round out 
um, June, we're going to be at Quaker Steak and Lube on the 29th. And oh, by the way, we're going to we're going <laughs> to we're going to ring in July yes. at uh, at Fenders. There you so. go. There we go. Jack Castinius. Thank you, guys. Thank, uh, you. thank you for telling Thanks, your Arch. stories. Appreciate it. We had a great time, hey. man. Probably too good. Awesome. Yeah. No, no, we're not done yet, and I can't wait. I've got a little. Uh, last week, I turned the Rumspringa boys onto Halloween. Oh, I got, a, I got something even better than <laughs> Halloween for the Jackass Genius boys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Can't wait. Thank Appreciate you. I'll have to check that out.